listening to ESL Talk, a podcast made for English teachers by English teachers. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello. Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new season of ESL Talk. Here we are now in season five. It has been a long time coming, so I'm really glad to be able to finally get season five live. And to give you more content for a brand new season of the podcast. Now you'll probably hear that it's just me at the moment,、um, and there is a reason for that. So Faye unfortunately will not be joining us this season.、Um, as you may have seen、um, through her social media, she did recently announce that she is currently、um, battling cancer.、Uh, obviously, you know it's something that. None of us anticipated, and we're quite saddened to hear this news.、Um, I know a lot of you have already reached out in support, so I'm really thankful, and I'm so I'm, I'm sure she is too to see the amount of support that she's been receiving.、Um, if you would like to help Faye and support Faye、um, in this battle, then there is、um, a link on our Instagram page where you can go ahead and make a donation、um, that will just go towards helping her with her medical costs and just supporting her during this really difficult time. So I did just want to say, on behalf of me and Faye, thank you for all the emails, the messages, the comments, and all of the support that you've given the podcast over the last four seasons. And I'll do my very best to keep everything moving in the same vein as we move on into season five. As always, if you enjoy the podcast and you like what you hear every week, please feel free to subscribe. And drop a five-star review on your podcast app of choice. That really helps us just get better exposure and ensures that we can help even more teachers who listen to us week by week. So, if you'd like to join us for an episode, if you'd like to be a guest and share your journey, talk about your story, talk about maybe your business or your teaching passion, then do feel free to get in touch. You can either send us an email to esltalkpodcast@gmail.com. You can join us on Instagram. At ESL Talk Podcast, and you can also go to our website, which is esl-talk.com, and you can click the link "Be a Guest," fill in the quick form, and I will get back to you so that we can arrange a time to interview and help our teachers and our community learn even more and be even better ESL teachers. And just finally, before we get into today's new episode, 
If you are an online English teacher looking for materials, lesson plans, and ways to really cut down on your planning time and make the most of your lessons, we're really happy to announce our new partnership with Crystal Clear ESL, where you can find over 500 interactive ESL lesson plans and materials. They're ready to go. Just have a look, sign in, find the level that you want, and you can get started immediately. So if you want to take a look at those materials and access your free trial, just go to esl-talk.com. At the top of the page, you can just click the link, teaching materials, and you can get started with your free trial of over 500 plus English ESL teaching materials. Thanks to our partners at Crystal Clear ESL. All right, so let's get into today's new episode. And today we're gonna to be joined by our special guest, Erica Jong. She is a published author and travel writer and also a blogger. She recently moved to Vancouver to pursue her studies as a student uh, learning in a new country and a new culture and trying to settle in Canada. So in this episode, we'll go a little bit deeper and we'll try to actually listen to the perspective of a student and really go into conversation about her journey, how she uses English, how she learns and how she develops her own materials and how she develops her own content for her online blogs and her online space. Um, she's extremely popular on Instagram and TikTok, where I believe she has more than 10,000 followers. And she's going to share a little bit about her journey with us. So let's get started and let's listen from our guest, Erica, in our brand new episode in season five. Here we go. Hi, Erica. Thank you for joining us today on ESL Talk. Nice. Hi. 안녕하세요. Nice hello, to hello. Yes, yeah, <laughs> good to see you, Erica. Thank you for um, joining us. And today you're going to talk a little bit about your journey um, as a travel writer and a blogger as well. So this is quite exciting. Um, so could you just share with our listeners a little bit about yourself and your kind of journey so far? I see. Yeah. Um, so now um, I'm working in Vancouver as a marketer at a local food tech company. Um, but before moving to Vancouver, I was working in Singapore. I was doing a marketing and business development. Um, and I wanted to move to Europe, actually. But COVID happened. And I don't know. So this is a little bit of a side story. But the reason why I moved to Canada is is that I got an answer during my meditation. So mm -hmm. Canada was never in my list, um, but somehow I was I was lost during that pandemic. I was back at home in Korea. I was like, oh, what should I do next? Then I was in my like deep, deep meditation. Then I got an answer like, okay, Canada. <laughs> so that's, that's how it all started. I started searching what I can do in Canada. So... I did um, MBA at UCW where we met <laughs> as a student and a teacher. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've been always writing. I've been always making content. So now I'm working as a marketer and also I'm a published uh, travel writer and also a content creator. You missed the word best-selling author. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. yes. No, that's great. How so? Just before we get to um, kind of now um, in Singapore, how was it kind of communicating and using English on a daily basis? How did you find that? I see. Um, yeah. So I was I was born and grew up in Korea, 
Um, so until 2020 was when I first like started traveling. And so I got like very regular education uh, in terms of English and just like everything, yes. So when I moved to Singapore, my English level was just very average, like average Korean university students level. Mm -hmm. But once you start working, you always learn a lot. It's like you are on survival mode, right? Yes. <laughs> so uh, either you um, get through it or you get, I mean, you get no job. So no. I was, I remember for the three months, for the three months, I was really, really like stressed out. Like, oh, what if, what if I get fired? Like, I didn't understand fully, like during the ori orientation session. But looking back, I don't know, that was really like, like big learning curve <laughs> that yeah, I needed. Absolutely. I think being surrounded by it and having to do it, you don't have a choice. It really, it really oh, pushes yeah. you to improve. And that's, that's what I found when I was living in Korea as well, learning a new language. <laughs> so what, how did you um, first start your journey in, in travel writing and blogging? Was this just something that you had an interest in? And like, how did that kind of develop to what it is today? Mm. I've been always writing like since I was young I, I loved reading and writing because I had so many thoughts so writing is my way of like organizing my thoughts and decluttering my head so mm -hmm. I, I've been blogging since maybe 19 um, I, I have my old blog a neighbor you know neighbor <laughs> yes do you have a sci world too so, of course, yes. Um, yeah, that's okay. That's really deep. Um, yeah, so I'm always blogging, but the, I, would, I had this turning point in my life. So I got into a car accident in Singapore mm -hmm. and I woke up in the bed in hospital and I realized that I can die anytime. And would I regret that I didn't pursue my dream or that I just lived like comfort life, like an easy, safe life. The answer was like, of course, like I don't wanna regret that I didn't pursue my dream. So I started thinking, uh, taking seriously, taking everything seriously about my content. So I imagine myself being already a published writer. Then how would my work look like? It must be really professional, right? Like a lots of research needed to be done, and then the writing should be also very like professional, like in every sense. So I started taking everything seriously, and I reached out to Singapore Tourism Board when I got pretty good like portfolio in my opinion. Like okay, I can write things like this, and then they were like. Oh, that's great. We were actually looking for a writer for our like blog. Wow. So I got to work with Singapore Tourism Board and also I applied for a columnist, like a um, contribute writer for mm -hmm. Neighbor Design. So it's run by Neighbor, but it's all about like design, architecture, culture, everything what I love about. So mm -hmm. I also got a position as a contributor writer. I started writing about like local architects and like the culture, everything. So yeah, that's how I started. And Amazing. book publisher, yeah, they, they reached out to me um, 
through my blog. So, oh, I saw your blog post about Singapore and we've been looking for a writer or something, someone like you. So, yes. Wow. That's amazing. And it just goes to show that, you know, something that's just a hobby, you think, oh, no one cares. No one's going to read this. Well, actually, people do care and people are going to read it. So that's really incredible. Um, so you kind of talked a little bit about your backstory. So why did you decide to pursue an MBA in Canada, specifically a move to Canada? Um, what was I know kind of you, you talked a little bit more about that, but why an MBA and why did you want to study specifically? Mm. Yes. So I think for me, it was more like a logical just process because I already graduated university in Korea. I had some work experience in Singapore. So when I talked to an agency, they they told me that this is like the best option for you. Of course, I could have chosen something more specific and then I could have gone to like college again. But it wasn't, it didn't really make sense to me, like going back to college. So mm-hmm. yes, I love to learn more about business and eventually because I also want to start my own business. So that was kind of just a logical process. No, that makes, that makes sense. So um, what did you find with some of the main challenges, you know, um, coming to a new country, again, new culture? Okay. Yep. Yeah, the language is okay, but like Moving to Canada as a newcomer, what were some of the challenges that you faced moving to moving here? Mm. I think for me, Canada was quite easy. Like not like easy in terms of like settling down, but you know, people are very nice. And I, of course, it was like a middle of pandemic, so the the situation is not like really easy, easy. But mm-hmm. I found the society is still welcoming and i didn't face any racism um like personally i think um, when i traveled in like other countries sometimes i could have felt like is this like just me or what is this but in in canada in vancouver so far i never felt that way so far like after two years <laughs> well that's <laughs> great to hear yeah that's good to hear and it's good to hear from a you know from the other side one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right, because as teachers and people who listen to this, we, we don't always know that the, the struggles that students face and what they go through. So it's refreshing to hear this because that's not always the case. Right. And we, we hear lots of different things, but um, no, that, that's great. And I'm glad that, you know, people have this perception of, of Canada as a, a safe place and a place where yeah. you can be welcomed and you can kind of, you know, be yourself, which is, is really important. So I think that's a great point. And obviously, you know, as a student, you're meeting people from all around the world, from lots of different backgrounds and cultures. What were some of the challenges that they faced that, uh, that you might have, you know, learned about or that you, you heard about? Mm, maybe um, in the beginning, finding a job, if mm -hmm. they are still very young um, students who've, who moved to other country for the first time, in my case, because I've already lived in Singapore, I've studied in Japan actually before that. So for me, I'm also like in like in the, in my thirties. So I'm like I've experienced the things, but I understand if I were like maybe like twenty one, you know, I just moved out of my family's like comfort zone, then I will be probably like worried about like oh how how do I figure things out, and you might. Be feeling very like uncomfortable uh, applying for jobs because you you don't feel confident about your English. But I think it's it's just your thoughts, you know. You never mm -hmm. know. Uh, you are always actually like better than you think. You can do better than um, yeah. You you shouldn't underestimate like what you can do. That's how I always think. So, I think that's yeah. a great message. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's good to know. And again, you know, a lot of teachers that I talk to always ask me like, oh, I don't really know what like students need to improve their English, but what do they need to improve? Well, in this context, especially newcomers to Canada, um, and it's probably the same, you know, in the US and other countries, they want most people need to support themselves financially. So they need a job. So helping mm. them find jobs and you know recruiting and writing resumes and interviews these are all skills that i think people could really benefit from so thank you for sharing that so this is a really difficult question now um you know you have a really you've done you've been very successful on social media and you have a very large following which is amazing you post really interesting content how do you find and select the topics and what process do you follow when creating the content because People think it's easy and anyone can do it. It's not. I know it takes a lot of time, but what's your process, Erica? Mm, I think I'm half-half. I like planning. I like planning things and I'm also spontaneous. So mm -hmm. I have my Excel sheet. Like whenever I come up with like, a few, like new ideas, I always dump into those Excel sheets and then uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make this, this, this in this sequence. But there are the times I get just like, inspired by something let's say mm -hmm. after talking to you i got this new idea oh hi <laughs> that's my dog sorry i didn't know you had a dog that's so cute um yeah so maybe i got like i got really inspired i want to make this content then i just make right away and i i usually do things right away um mm -hmm. if i have an idea so yes it takes time 
but for me, it's it's always just a fun process. Yeah, so, strike yeah. when the iron is hot. I believe is the expression that we'd say. Oh. Or while the sun is shining, make hay. Perhaps. Yeah, I, I I'm the same. When something mm -hmm. pops in my head, I'm like, okay, I need to write this now, or I need to talk about this now. I think that's a really good point for sure. Um, so obviously you've been in Canada now for a while and you've obviously lived in Singapore before and you've adapted to those different countries. So yeah. what advice would you give to, you know, newcomers or new students maybe who are studying English um, and they want to move to Canada? So I'm sure you get these questions a lot anyway. Um, what should they do maybe before moving just as they arrive and maybe after they've moved? What are the steps that you would suggest? Mm, I see. Good question. Um, I think for me, the best thing always worked was having a specific goal. So like earlier, we talked about a little bit, but I want to be fluent is very abstract. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? Right. So, for example, for me, I wanted to be working in this local company. I wanted to do like, yes, I want to lead a meeting for other other people i want to communicate my ideas like nicely and i, I want to articulate my ideas i have i believe in myself like i have great ideas but if i cannot articulate if i can get my message across it's it's my loss i i don't want to do that to myself so to deliver my message um correct correctly and then efficiently i need to learn the words I need to know, I need to know the expressions to use to like literally express my thoughts, right? So that's how I set my goals. So I have a like, specific scenario in my head. So let's say I'm going to lead this meeting, like marketing meeting. Let's say I want to raise um, our marketing budget by this, 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 then I need to talk about the data and then I need to talk about how I've been doing, like why we need to do this. Then, okay, I need to uh, structure my thoughts first and then how can I like communicate this um, as effectively as possible. So then now I know like where I wanna go and then where I am now. And okay, then I need to work this way. So that's how I like set my goal, like regardless, like no matter what it is. So English is the same. If I want to lead a meeting for maybe like a 10 people, then like how fluent should I be, right? Mm -hmm. so that's my, my yeah, way. I think that's a great approach. And you think in a similar way to, to the way, you know, as teachers think, which is here's the goal we need to get to. Here's how long we have. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's the steps we're going to take. And we try to work backwards from there um, okay. to, to achieve those goals, which is wonderful. So, um, Erica, what is something you wish you knew before moving to Canada and Vancouver specifically? And how could this help other newcomers? You know, if we're new to a country or a new place, what should they know for Canada specifically? I see. I see. Hmm. <laughs> right. Um. Many people say the weather can be quite challenging during the winter time, but personally, I don't really mind it that much. Um, yes, it rains a lot. That's just fact. But mm -hmm. um, do I want it influence my life? Like, oh, like it's raining again. Like, I 
don't want to do that to myself. So <laughs> I just try to focus on what I can do when it's, it's raining. And of course, when it's, it's sunny outside, I love going out and I go to nature. Um, so don't, I want to say that don't be discouraged by the weather or just anything like external uh, situation. You just find the things you can enjoy and then the ways you can make your life more joyous, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the little, it's the little things in life, right? I think is yeah. what you're trying to say. What about in terms of, you know, practical day-to-day -day things? What's something you wish that you knew that could have helped? Oh, yeah. Maybe budgeting. Actually, living close here is really, really expensive. Like, yes. way more than I expected. So... <sighs> yeah <laughs> and also uh, income tax is way higher than mm -hmm. Singapore so even if I have let's say you are getting the same salary but here the actual <laughs> net income will be way less yes so now I'm in this situation okay I need to like set my budget like more realistically and I'm trying to find ways to make more like um, extra income. Of course, I want to save more money, but I, I want to like earn more so that I can yeah. provide myself better. <laughs> I totally understand. And that's that's the difficult thing for, for everyone and especially for people listening. You know, a lot of teachers or a lot of students who listen to us, they always ask, how can I make more? How can I earn more? And it, it takes time and hard work and, you know, mm being able to be resourceful and it's difficult it really is especially as a newcomer to a new country um, for sure so um tell us erica what are your professional goals going forward and how are you going to plan um develop and build your social media and your kind of your business interests in the future yeah so um you you are actually my like a mentor in terms of that career because you you've okay. uh, you are already doing that business helping international students and newcomers so i wouldn't be necessarily doing something uh with english but because it's not my strengths but um around the topic i also want to do something um that's why i've been making these content and also I'm going to do more interviews like what we did just now with you. So sharing more stories from like other people who moved to Canada and then how they've been navigating their life here. So, cause it's, it's always, I don't know, for me, it's always nice to hear people's uh, stories. Everyone's stories are different. So you you never know someone's story really inspire you and then you start taking some actions so yeah that's what i'm hoping to do i love it and it sounds like you definitely have a clear idea of where you want to be we just gotta execute it now right that's the, the difficult part putting in the hard work that's great erica so um how can our listeners find out more about you and get in touch with you and kind of look at and uh, enjoy your posts and your content yeah so i'm i'm on instagram tiktok youtube so all the channels are the same erika e-r-i-k-a dot jong j-e-o-n-g so that's yeah. perfect i will definitely leave a link to that so our listeners can check that out and uh it's been awesome to listen to your experience and find out you know what what's worked for you and your you know, the challenges and things you face since coming to canada so thank you so much for taking time to join us today erika oh thank you so much my pleasure.
Alrighty, I hope you really enjoyed the uh, interview that we had with Erica and enjoyed the perspective of a student coming to a new country, having to use English, develop English, and hopefully you got to learn a little bit about her challenges and how they can affect some of the students that we teach and also get a better understanding of what it's like from the other side as a non-native speaker moving to an English-speaking country and trying to adapt and develop and grow um, professionally and academically. So thank you so much for joining us this episode. As always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at ESL Talk Podcast. You can also send us an email, eslTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Also feel free to check out the website, esl-talk.com, where you can click the link to be a guest. You can also find all of our episodes for free. There's also the link to the teaching materials. And as I mentioned earlier, if you do want to support Faye as well during her journey and during this difficult time, please feel free to click the link on the website and you can also follow the link on our Instagram page too. We will be back next week for another new episode. So hopefully we will see you all then. And in the meantime, stay safe, be well, and we'll catch up next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe for even more ESL teaching content.